two artists walk into a bar. Now stop me if you've heard this one. Listen in as artists and creators talk over drinks about their work, life, and the creative journey. Thanks for tuning in to Lucky Episode 13 of Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. I'm your host artist, Carol McQuaid. Our guest artist today is visual artist, actor, and the mind behind the hilarious Rabbit Rabbit greeting card line, Audra Ricketts. Our bar is the Pemberton Station, an awesome place for a post-painting day beer right in the nest of North Vancouver's art studio district. You'll find links to these things and more, along with full show notes on our website, twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you like it and want to hear more episodes, subscribe, sign up for updates, and share it with an arty friend. And if you love the show, head to the website where you can click on the martini glass icon and buy us our next round. Now let's head to the Penn Station where Audra and I swap notes on some shared art residencies and experiences, and I even get her to divulge some juicy details from her life on set with the likes of Al Pacino and Sam Elliott. Cheers. Here we are in the Pemberton Station, and uh, Audra Ricketts, welcome to Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. Thanks. This is so fun for me because we have never met before, <laughs> but I ended up sleeping in a bed you had just vacated. Yeah! <laughs> we, we came within 10 hours of sleeping together. <laughs> but I've got so many things I want to ask you about, but let's start with... You are in North Vancouver right now. We're a yes. block from your studio. Yes. What's happening in your studio? So right now, I'm I'm still figuring out who I am <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> so I, I I I keep like changing up mediums. So right now, I'm doing oil paintings on vellum. Oh, okay, yeah, line yeah. drawingy sort of stuff. So uh-huh. gestural. Well, it actually started last year. My husband's a photographer, so he's had a camera in my, I've had a camera in my face since I met him since 8 years ago or whatever. Yeah. So, I had taken some of these old photographs of me where I'm posing like seductively and yeah. dancing for him and trying to be beautiful and sexy and awesome and all this crap. You're a way better sport than I am, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but then I sort of found these old photos and I'm looking at them and it's sort of like, who is that mm-hmm. person? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's it's different to like be gazing at this girl yeah. trying to do these things. And I find that interesting. So I've been using those postures from a couple photographs. I'm repeating them in a lot of my paintings right now. So that's what I'm doing right now is sort of like twins and triplets and choruses of, of these gals that are trying to get love by being sexy or something like that. Yeah. Some deep shit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm doing. And on vellum, are they big? Are they right now? They're only, what are they? 22 by they're medium sized i love working large i love it but um well i usually work on panel i love working on hard surfaces but it sure takes up a lot of space and they're they're expensive as well yeah you know that right yeah but um so right now i'm just loving working on these thin and i can stick up tons of sheets and just do many at at the same time and yeah and and work on them that way and are you layering them just the nature of vellum yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
like the cool. vellum on vellum or yes. uh, not yet but mm-hmm. i am kind of thinking about yeah a little bit of collage or i'm not sure yet yeah i interviewed so. uh one of my one of my mentors when i first started being a printmaker a little while ago richard tetro and he was involved in this project where they did giant murals on vellum and people in different parts of the country all worked on them and then they brought them together and layered them up to be these massive installation pieces and yes. there's a lot of possibilities with a with a surface like that mm-hmm. so you're oil painting on vellum yeah and yet you have you have a line of cards that is hilarious <laughs> like those are two very I know. different end of the spectrum yes things tell me about your card line and how that started and what it's been so um i used to live in this gross basement suite several different ones (laughs) years ago and actually it was near the sbca on clark Mm -hmm. if you know that is totally so i used to visit the animals mostly the dogs all the time and i i couldn't afford a dog i didn't you know i couldn't do that whole thing i was super allergic to cats and so i didn't really talk to the cats but anyways there was this dude who this is the long version i just wanted to say it out loud but um he was he was a rabbit advocate Uh and um because they used to euthanize you know they they'd keep maybe a handful around and the rest they would just yeah off so um he was like but wait you can you rabbits can be real household pets you can train them to have litter litter mm-hmm. train and all this stuff so he started selling me on and i was like well i can't have a cat i can't really do the dog it's too much but maybe mm-hmm. so there's um this little white beautiful little rabbit a small one like lying like stretched out on his side like <laughs> and i was like that one i love him and the guy's like yeah yeah any other rabbit just yeah. don't pick him he's don't. I was like, why? He's like, they're aggressive, the breed, and da da da. And I was like, but I'm in love. It's too late. So I, this is sort of where the rabbit thing I came in. Boyfriends this way. I'm familiar with this story. <laughs> oh, yeah, same actually. Anyways, I adopted a rabbit. This is the long story. And then I started actually seeing like, so the rabbit never relaxed. It was like, I'm a prey animal. I'm terrified. 24 7 yeah and um it's a total drag having an animal like that at your house and how long do you do you still have no no he he actually got killed by some wild animal because i he went from being an indoor rabbit to i made a hutch my boyfriend at the time made a hutch and something got him so it's kind of terrible story but the point is i started seeing these weird parallels between rabbits and me yeah <laughs> so when i painted portraits self-portraits i would put rabbit ears or do like the hands like a scared yeah. little bunny and long story short one night um i was goofing around drinking alone in my studio mm-hmm. which is healthy as, as, as we do <laughs> go on and i was just doodling and i was in love with this total and i was sort of taking from that the intense feelings i had and then you know and drawing these little stick figures and writing those ideas down and um stuff about you know my family just anything Mm -hmm. um or i draw a rabbit and and they were all rabbit line drawings and um whatever they looked like they were thinking because like it 
most of them have just like a line for a mouth and if the line curves this way or is it if it's straight it it's, looks like it's saying or feeling a particular way so anyways i did that and i was just goofing around like i said and i threw them all these little drawings into a shoebox and walked away and then somehow one day a friend came over and saw I showed her this box of little doodles and she's like, Oh my God, these should be greeting cards. Oh, fun. So I just, that's where it all started is I, uh, I made them by hand at first and then I got them into one store. I did a couple markets and now it's like 12 or 13 years later. And now I'm pretty much a billionaire as you can imagine. (laughs) I'm going to go home and make some cards. (laughs) Yeah. It's great money. Great money. Right up there with podcasting. (laughs) Yeah. I tend to pick things that are impossible to make a living at. I was an actor as well. So yeah. So you had practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it has grown and it's still still rolling and growing. Yeah. And, yeah. It yeah. seems to, it gets better every year. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried a million times to expand it way, like I've never managed to get distribution, proper distribution, which has been really frustrating. Like it's a tricky product to sell because it says <laughs> right on the cover. Yeah. So it's not like it says something and then on the inside it's hidden away. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it's not going to fit in a lot of right. locations. But those stores they do fit in, they kick ass and yeah. they're super popular. So it's a small affair that's mostly local and online and I do tons of markets and stuff still. But yeah, it does keep growing and yeah. Fun. Great fun. <laughs> And is it sort of an alter ego to your, when you're painting, painting, or is it like the style so different? I know, and... you know, I really love, that's why I'm still trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing as an artist, as a fine artist. Like, I don't know what that rabbit rabbit is. It's crafty, but I want, I'm still trying to figure out how to take that piece of my, that, that side of myself, which obviously I know. I'm not a writer, but I know how to write that stuff. And um, and that the truth, which is a core value for me, this authentic expression and honesty and truth that that's in the cards, I want that to reflect in my fine art as well. So, but then this is a fine line, like, can you put humor in, be taken seriously as an art? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So they are very different but uh i actually i'm trying to bring them all to a point together somehow it's interesting going and talking to artists how everybody we all have these different facets and the whole journey seems to be like how do you braid them together where's the confluence where's the where's the overlap and yeah it'll be fun to see and are you classically trained what's your art background i'm an art school dropout yeah (laughs) you're not the only one yeah i'm kind of yeah i started i did a year at langara and then i transferred over to emily carr and i went there for like two years sort of um but i was i learned tons at langara i mean obviously it was foundation year so you are doing all this intense technical you're learning so much yeah skill-based but once I got to my car, I was just, like, lonely and irritated by everything. Like, it was just like, this costs a lot of dough. I'm not getting anything. 
you know, I just wasn't, I had a couple instructors that were really amazing. Ed Pien is great. Yeah, so, and I also felt, which is, I still feel, which is how I got into the acting, that their painting wasn't enough. I needed a physical outlet for my, what I had to express and being alone. And it's still like that. Like, it's difficult being an artist. Like, you're alone in a little room yeah. with your emotions and your pain and your feelings and whatever. And I do love that. And it's not going anywhere. It just is always in my life. But the, the physicality that's a big part of me was calling. So I quit art school and went and got into an acting program. And when did that, and then ever since I've been doing both, but now acting sort of dropped off. So what kind of acting jobs did you do? Mostly, mostly television. So small stuff, like small parts on series and then a bunch of commercials. I started in the theater, but, but yeah, it was, it was, I was not that successful, but I also started at a time where all sorts of weird things happen like there were all these strikes like right when my career was sort of taking off so there was like no business in the city for two years or some crazy thing it was like anyway so i'm not really an actor but i have a part of but me i play that... one on tv <laughs> <laughs> well you were on the l word right oh yeah yeah, yeah. a few times yeah and the other thing that stood out from your website was uh, your claim. I want to know if it's true that Sam Elliott kissed you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. So I'm from Victoria, uh-huh. but I moved over here in 95. Yeah, a long time ago. And a friend of mine had a small catering company, so she, she gave me a job washing the truck out at the end of the day. <laughs> Very glamorous. Like nasty. Welcome to showbiz, <laughs> And then somehow I, you know, ended up being, helping with cutting vegetables or something at a point. And there, yeah, there's a movie where Sam Elliott, so the dude from um, The Big Lebowski, yeah. the cowboy in the yeah, end, love really, him. with that yeah. voice. Sometimes so the bear awesome. it's you, yeah. Yeah, so he's amazing. I didn't even know who he was, <laughs> but he was on that the movie um, we were working on and uh, part at the unofficial rap party, which was the day they rapped. They had a real rap party the next day. Yeah. But that night we all went to the railway club yeah. with Sam Elliott. Oh, and um, yeah. And then when he went to leave, he came up to me and kissed me on the lips and said, well, that made it all worth it. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty much famous because of that yeah. now. Is that your only celebrity smooch? Local celebs. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good question. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I have a really funny story. I shouldn't say it out loud, but no, I don't go know. Ahead. Go, but go, go. I was on um, a, um, this is not a big deal, but it was funny, but, uh, El Pacino, I was on a, I just did stand-in work on Insomnia, which was shot here, but he's had the same double for like all the Godfathers and da da da. So he and I had to work, you sit and they light around you and stuff. So he's not a celebrity, but uh, yeah, I kissed that guy. (laughs) 
right on. <laughs> yeah. And were you a stand-in for somebody? For Moira Tierney. I didn't so even know So almost Moira who she was. kissed almost Al. And... <laughs> <laughs> but I got to see. I got to meet. It was funny because El Pacino is a method actor. He's really like serious about do not get in his eyeline. So when he is called to set, once everything is done, like all the intent, the lighting, blah, 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 they'll be like, okay, he's uh, in transit or whatever they say. Or yeah. he's walking. What do they say? Um, and the rules are like, do not get in his eyeline. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Just so people would literally like just stop and like flatten themselves against the wall and avert their eyes if he was passing by. And um, there was a scene in this, um, you know, a northern, a lodge of some sort, and Pacino was entering the building. So I, like, kind of backed up and, like, squatted down next to the wall so I would be out of the star's (laughs) way. And he was impressive. Like, I got to watch him do take after take, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching El Pacino. Like... Anyways, but yeah, he 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 kind of because he he was uh, he had insomnia too, right? And so he's like method acting, exhausted. But yeah, he he came and walked by me, and he was like, he's like hi to me, and I'm like hi, like really really loud, <laughs> like an idiot, because I was so starstruck. Yeah, well, so who wouldn't like, be? Wow, I'm been classy. Yeah. yeah. So yes, those are my celebrity stories. Fun. Yeah. So your career has been this blend of sort of startup card business, acting, painting. You've done, I know you've done at least one residency. Have you done? Yeah. yeah. So tell me about your experience at Rignana. I'd like to hear. Oh boy, that was interesting. Um, and then I'll tell you mine. <laughs> Will anyone hear this? <laughs> um, it came, so I created, I have long-winded answers. This is awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, my husband and I went to Mexico, San Jose del Cabo for Christmas last year. And then he, we met an artist there, Frank Arnold, who oh, you know, He was right? on the show. He was on the show? Yeah. He was okay. episode number two. That's Hi, crazy. Frank. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Frank. So my husband and was like, why don't you ask Frank if he'll be your mentor and you can come back here and paint? And I was like, did he just fucking say that? Like, I will do anything to get back to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And, like, to have my partner mm-hmm. be, like, okay with that. So when I got home from Christmas, I wrote Frank, even though I was terrified, I just wrote him and was like, say, you know, I'm coming back to Mexico, which I wasn't. I didn't have a ticket. I didn't know what... I was doing the secret thing, the, like, just pretend, yes. and it'll all manifest, yeah. right? Works like a hot damn. It does. Yeah. So I wrote him and was, like, begged him to be a mentor for me. And he never said no. Mm-hmm. He didn't say yes either, mm-hmm. but he didn't say no. Mm-hmm. He was just like, give me a call when you're in town. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was like, okay. And, yeah, basically, magic things started happening a friend created a website where i raised some funds trying to sell artwork to get back there and mm-hmm. everything was really cool and uh so i stayed for two months and worked very 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 loosely with frank not yeah. much but i was painting and then when i got home like right away i was like i need to go again i can't i want yeah. to keep moving yeah so i was looking at residencies 
and um, came across September in Tuscany. And yeah, I was like, shut the fridge door. Yeah. So I just wrote a little simple email inquiring. I didn't fill anything out. Like, I was just like, say. And she's like, you're in. Yeah. Which I think she does with a lot of people. But. She screens, actually. Does she? Yeah, I had an awesome Catherine Burkison. Yes. I had an awesome conversation with her about exactly this, and she totally screens. But when it's a go, she throws the doors open. Yay. So, yeah. Because there was another artist um, from Israel named Yoav. Did you meet him? Yoav? He was gone. He, okay. He, he, gone. Right. When I got there, it was... Uh, I can't believe we was, were both in this... I know. Hours I, apart. That's she dropped amazing. you off at the train station and picked me up. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, quite beautiful. Sliding doors. Um, Because he was worried because she did the same with him, like answered right away, like, you're in. He was like, I don't even know if she likes my artwork. You know, like, (laughs) did she just need people? So anyway, she said yes. And I was like, that's insane. I just kind of got back from a long trip and this is impossible. And and my husband wasn't so keen this time, but I just... Oh, the funny part was I, I called my dad to just check in what the parents might think about it, even though I'm doing it too anyway. old for that. <laughs> yeah, but he answered the phone. He goes, buongiorno, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I have to go now. And my mom's been to Italy and she loved it. So she was totally supportive. So yeah, I just, that was my first residency Um it was kind of nerve-wracking. I'm used to working very privately, and so all my insecurities are locked behind a door, hidden behind a door. So I knew it would be a huge challenge to cohabitate with strangers and feel... So that that's me just... That's... Unfortunately, I was like... And if it's so beautiful... It was so beautiful there, I was like, I don't even want to work at yeah, all. It is like, I just it's- wanted to go... Yeah. Look at Italy, for God's sakes. I don't want to sit in a church and draw. Yeah. And that's what I was supposed to be doing. So I, like, set up a table outside so I'd at least be outdoors. And then I just barely got any work done. But, you know, it actually, whatever happened there filled the well. There was some something happened because when I got home, same with Mexico, you know, like, it stuff happened invisible things within me happened that came out in the studio once I got home so yeah otherwise yeah it was gorgeous it was gorgeous and the food was great and tell me about your time there so I showed up there I was already four months into a trip I did Mm -hmm. this thing last year called the 150 day art trip and uh, it was three residencies the first one in Mexico where I met Frank Arnold. We are on the same I know, path. it's so <laughs> weird. So um, yeah, and uh, so I was about four months into the trip. I had been teaching on the cruise ships, traveling around, painting, and I was on my way to Sicily to do another residency, and I had this one awkward time gap. And so I wrote to Rignana, to Catherine, and said, I'm an artist, this is what I do, I'm, I've got this oddly shaped time gap and she said well funnily enough we have an artist leaving that day so we have a spot for you yeah so I showed up and uh, you had just left and there were two artists there Suzanne and Dagmar Suzanne was Canadian Dagmar from Germany and Dagmar was working on a radio play she is probably one of the best storytellers I've ever met she was an angel hilarious love her 
yeah, she spoke so highly of you. Aww. So, yeah, no. And, uh, and Suzanne, also amazing. So Suzanne was tucked up. So this residency, for our listeners, it is in the hills of Tuscany. It's a 10th century deconsecrated church that has been not changed it's just like they took out the pews and put in the artists and so you have the opportunity to go there and work and Catherine was doing other things so she wasn't working in the church Suzanne and I were sort of on opposite ends of the clock and when she was there she was tucked up I know where she into the altar yeah Yeah. and she would work so quietly with her headphones on so I felt like I had this church to myself yeah and I had been traveling 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 and it was so nice to plunk myself down and living in a stateroom of a cruise ship teaching for the month and a bit before that so all of a sudden I had all this space and I like exploded I got a ton of work done there (laughs) and uh, I'm such a loser (laughs) well I did nothing after so yeah uh yeah no I found it amazing Mm. to be in that space and everybody off doing their own thing so I felt like I could I could be as much of a workaholic as I wanted so I would sometimes work till two in the morning and then I'd tiptoe through this you know beautiful old farmhouse and climb up into my bed and then other times you know maybe you'd just kind of crash I remember one day while I was there I got I don't know if it was a fake flu like if I was just kind of done for a bit or if I had the real flu I don't remember because Catherine was sick the first day she arrived yeah she yeah and so I curled up in bed with my laptop and watched room with a view in Tuscany I was like oh my god how did I end up with this life like I just I yeah know, it was amazing and that room yeah and the shutters that you've yeah. open and yeah. the view of the rolling hills of yeah. Tuscany it feels so like amazing. the country scene from room with a view and we did a lot of uh, I was running at the time I'm a sporadic runner and so running through those hills was just amazing we went to art shows in the area met all kinds of crazy characters and you know had these communal dinners and just oh. late night convos and it yeah. was I just totally loved it but I'm an like I'm a residence junkie okay so, yeah see so. that was I think if I did it again I because I know some of them are you're alone you're isolated in a cabin in Australia in the outback yeah. or whatever that suits me more I think even though I was that's what was so funny about how I felt awkward but uh it's funny because Yoav the Israeli he wanted to stay for two weeks but he only got one so then I was like well I'm not getting much work done here why don't I just leave and you can have my second week because I feel like I feel like I'm wasting everyone's time yeah oh wow so I go up to Catherine, I'm like, this is what I'm thinking, and you have seemed interested in doing it. And Catherine's a ther- ex-therapist, yes, right? Oh, that's right. She so is, I yeah. go, this is what I, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, if you're having a hard time, maybe you should stay then and work through it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I knew you were going to say that. Stop being wise. Yeah, I so I stayed, and, you know, the people, it was, it was gorgeous and that space is crazy beautiful i don't know i i maybe because you've traveled so i i haven't done tons of travel so i was not focused on art i was just couldn't believe i was where i was yeah so anyways but i did spot this gorgeous uh religious piece painting like Mm -hmm. in all the churches that ended up being inspiring 
some of my recent paintings. So I sort of found this thing, this uh. structure and narrative, which a lot of the frescoes, of course, are because it's all Jesus did this and then yeah. he was talking to this guy and then this. So I used um, a painting I found when we went to um, San Gimignano. Yeah. Did you go there? Yes. Yeah. 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 So in one of the old churches I was like that's the one so I've been using that as a structure for some of my paintings so I did get stuff from it I just didn't produce that much while I was there <laughs> yeah send me a link to that image I would okay. love to connect it to the podcast yes. so we can see what came out of it I'll show you the yeah I will I'll send you both the direct the painting that looks very much like it anyway back from the residency you're moving forward with your career what is next for you what's on your horizon so i'm going away to do some writing and and painting in mexico for for the rest of this month and then when i get back it'll be full on rabbit rabbit market season so i'll be doing there's a market in North Van every Friday night, and then I go up to Whistler sometimes in Squamish, and I'll just be all over the place. Do you do the flogging. farmers markets at Whistler, or what? Uh, what markets That's do you the go one there? that yeah. I was doing until they had trouble with the language oh. on my cards. Oh, yeah. okay. So, but I am regularly mm-hmm. at um, shipyards. Yep. That's and a great market. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Five to ten on Friday nights from May to September. Yeah. And there's live music. Sometimes it's good. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a beer garden that's like Which is always swamped. good. So count on that. Yeah. And dancing and tons of artisans and food trucks. And so there's a really good food. And it's just like, it's like Expo every single Friday. It's packed. So it's fun. And it's free. So you can And do you go. sell online too or... I do. I have a website, rabbitrabbitcards.com. You can buy the cards from me there. That's it. And they, all the retailers that I have the cards in are listed on the website. So if you want to find them there. Yeah. And do you run into that a lot? People having problems with the language on the cards as far as no. distributors or retailers go? It's weird. Um, like, I'd, as far as... Um, when I do markets, they, they're full of families, so lots of kids and grannies and all sorts of stuff. And I almost never have a problem. Yeah. Once in a blue moon, I will get the shit, the shame shit out of me. Shit. Yeah. I'll be shamed <laughs> yeah. for this. Yeah. And at first, it like it, it really has only happened like five times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it really personally and i felt like crap and but now i'm just like wait a second everyone else is laughing their heads off and they're thanking me yeah for having made their day and like literally that's what's so trippy about rabbit rabbit is um it's just like silly cards but it really makes a huge difference in people's lives like and and they they collect them or they save them or they frame them or you know, yeah. so I'm following you back to your studio after this and getting a stack, just so you know. I don't, okay. <laughs> um, Everybody's getting a f-ing birthday card from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, mother. F- 
<laughs> one of the top sellers with a happy dancing rabbit on right it. On. And then you yeah. jumped very quickly over one of my favorite parts of everybody's story. Yes. You said, I'm going down to Mexico and I may be writing and making art. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. And then we talked about something else. Yes. Like, go back there. So where are you going? What's your plan? What are your options? For writing? For where are you going? Right, okay. What do you want to write? What do you want to make? So the whole story. I'm going to... Um, Puerto Vallarta, uh-huh. which is very touristy, I, I, I'm sure. And I actually, have you been there? I lived there when? over 20 years ago. Oh, I lived there about 15 years ago. We are living <laughs> parallel lives. <laughs> Do you know me, Rueda? That restaurant. It's I think it's in it's sort of old Vallarta, but like up. Anyways, a, a friend of mine owns it, and he's still there. So I'm like going to sneak in there when we get there and be like. You know, after all these years. So I was like 21. It was a long time ago. Um, but I actually know uh, a friend that has owns a, a really beautiful place, but he also rents the apartment below it for his artist friends who are writers or pay, whatever to go and just have a sanctuary. So I guess when he has too many people in his, he has extra space. So that's, he's letting me use it. So Great. that's awesome. I'm hoping I can keep doing that forever. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I'm working on, and it's brand spanking new, but I'm, I have a couple things. I have a screenplay, which is totally not at all to do with my art, but that about a friendship that I had with this really amazing woman who's now gone. She died from cancer. So I'm writing that, and the person who I'm staying with is a screen, he's a producer, screenplay dude. He's a writer. So I'm sort of like, want to pitch this, this, this to him as well. And he'll probably be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? But um, I also want to write a, um, <clears throat> or I'm writing right now, a self-help book, but rabbit rabbit style. So oh, try to so imagine graphic. that. Illustrated, yes. yeah. Yes. But it's going to be because so one of my top selling designs is I am f-ing full of inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. Like everyone just resonates with this one little silly thing I wrote 12 years ago. So it's a magnet. So I make t shirts and greeting cards and, you know, mugs. It's, it's sort of just everyone seems to get that one. So, but. To me, it meant, like, I'm always, like, searching for enlightenment, (laughs) like, less suffering, more peace. And that's sort of what it was talking about, like, the struggle with wanting to be way wiser than I am or whatever. Yeah. Um, So I kind of want to write some kind of guide to full awakening through Rabbit Rabbit's sort of language and... Love, isn't that fun oh yeah. my god yeah. yeah so that's what i want to sort of hammer away at when yeah. when i'm not getting tanked in yeah. mexico <laughs> <laughs> i will be working in that sprinkling of hours that is left over <laughs> yeah. yeah right on and so how long is your trip i'm going for 20 days mm-hmm. so i yeah. leave monday and i'm back on the 29th leaving your husband behind no he's actually coming with me yeah so he's a photographer and he's in between um jobs right now after a long long career doing camera um work he's 
he's uh, going to spend some time on his photography. Oh, great. So, yeah. So he'll be doing his own thing, but you'll be together. Yeah, Yeah. nice. Nice. My husband comes about half the time when I'm doing residencies. Well, for the residencies, not so much. But when I'm doing painting trips, he swoops in. We have an awesome time. And then he swoops out and I hunker down yeah. to work, he back and forth. And it's it's so nice to have that somebody who supports that kind of crazy lifestyle and yes. is... Uh, I have yeah. that too. Yeah. I'm really lucky. Yeah. yeah. So that's coming up right now. Yes. Yeah. A couple days. Fun. Well, mm-hmm. super excited for you. Thanks. <laughs> when did you first know you wanted to work in the arts or be an artist? I think I... I think I was meant to be a dancer, actually. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> I keep thinking that. I'm like, can I get into dance at this point? Um, so I definitely was into dance for when I was little. And, of course, everyone draws and stuff like that. Um, and into dance, like, do you mean you were... I was studying ballet. Yeah. And then eventually I kind of... It was not working so I quit and it was shocking apparently at what age not that old like what was I 11 yeah or something yeah. so your it's not career, like I was your career a was cut short prima ballerina <laughs> but I still and I was like into track so very physical like I was very fast I was a sprinter and all that stuff um but the the, the story is funny so I moved over here with a boyfriend um in 95 and um was like yeah I'm gonna go to college and but what you know like most of the people I knew at the time who were going they're like gonna study a couple humanities before they figure out or you know what I mean you know like psychology yeah everyone just and I so I was trying to sign up for college and I was like can I do like this and a little bit of art and um they're like no, you can't, unless you're in the art program, you can't do any of the art classes. But you know what? We have one space left. <laughs> you know how that works? Yeah, life opens the door. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. so funny. I, I went for my portfolio interview and I literally had a sketchbook with chalk drawings, colorful chalk drawings, and one unfinished painting. And the the design teacher interviewed me and he was like, what is this? You can't just come into here with this bullshit. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, but then he was like, you know, you have a really great sense of color and I can see, I guess you saw something. So, yeah. but you know, so it, it wasn't like a really clear calling, but I really think it's just the way it is because no matter how much I complain about it and how difficult I find it, it doesn't go away. Like it's just, it's a, it's there. So it seems to be what I'm supposed to be doing in some way. So that's why I keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got these oil paintings on Mylar right now. Yeah. What is next for you? You said that you like working big do you see that going bigger or what do you want to do next I totally want to do those big for sure right now I'm playing I'm I'm finding things I'm going to be in the Horseshoe Bay art crawl that's where I live in West Van that's in the summer so um we'll see what I'll have ready by then but yeah I would love to make them larger 
But yeah. I also have you have to consider framing, which is something I don't want to do. <laughs> so I just left a studio in East Van. So I had a place at 1000 Parker Street. Oh, right. right. Yeah. And so the commute was getting to me. So From Horseshoe Bay? That's from a, Horseshoe Bay. Yeah. Which is crazy. Even though it was a great opportunity to be there with all those amazing artists. Um, so I just found this place up the street here. And um, so I just sort of am like, I got my new space. I'm trying out some brand new... I keep returning to even what I start, was doing in art school. That's where I feel like I'm back there again. So, like, there's always this... How so? How do you mean? I've always been... It's almost like I've been trying to put the that physical need in me, the expressing myself physically, into the work. So I've done very gestural... Um, marks or at least the processes feels physical yeah yeah so i'm doing that again yeah yeah that sounds like it needs to be bigger like as you say yes. that i'm picturing yeah. this big uh, you know that's what i always physical why i always like doing i usually do three by four or yes three by four so it's like my size yeah so i'm looking at myself while i'm working yeah you know what i mean but i'm yeah We'll yeah. see what happens. And this area is really, like, I've got a couple friends who have studios up here. I'm going to go see one right after this. And this area is really starting to happen. You guys have an awesome crawl that just happened just here. Happens. That, yeah. yeah, it's going to be fun to see what happens with this area, what you do in your studio. And I am so looking forward to seeing what work is next for you. It's super cool. To, Thank you. Yeah, neat to hear about it. Really fun to meet you. Thanks for having me. Now the show is called Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. Yes. I don't know if you have a punchline for me or you can option for a story, funny story or a joke or something from your artist life. I, um, I'm really good at pool. Uh-huh. And like to me that it's a bad sign because it means you've spent way too much time in bars. <laughs> Trappings of a misspent youth. <laughs> yeah. So I always think it's funny. Uh, anyways, apparently my Nana was a pool shark too. So mm-hmm. it runs in the family. Oh, right on. Drinking and pool. <laughs> These are anyways, no, I love the t- I, I love the title of, of the show. And, Yay. Um, yeah, thank you for, for uh, being interested and curious about what I do. And having me on the show. Yeah, it's a total pleasure. Thanks, Audra. Thanks. Yay. You've been listening to Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. I'm your host artist, Carol McQuaid. For full show notes and all the links, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you liked the episode, remember to subscribe, sign up for updates, and leave us a review. And if you loved the episode, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com and buy us our next round. Cheers. <laughs>